Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. Consumers can use social media platforms such as LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to build or destroy brands within minutes. Equally powerful are employees, for they provide an authentic perspective on a company through these platforms and influence the perception of an organization's talent brand. The stakes are high and it's well worth the investment to get the alignment just right. I'm pleased to be here with Ali Sparks, Global Head of Talent Acquisition at Zurich Insurance, to discuss the strategic importance of talent branding. Hi, Ali. Nice to have you on the line. Hello, Ben. Thanks for having me. Maybe to start with, Ali, could you share a little bit about your role at Zurich Insurance? Absolutely. Um, I think you really you really touched on some of the important aspects, but like you mentioned, I'm the Global Head of Talent Acquisition here at Zurich, and I sit in our corporate office here in Zurich, Switzerland, which is a beautiful location, um, and I'm responsible for the, the global COE, so really all the strategic matters of talent acquisition globally, um, and that ultimately results in the hiring of over 9,000 people. I joined the organization a little over two years ago, and when I came in, there was a lot that had been done um, in individual countries or individual parts of the business, but as far as bringing all that together and having a, a true global strategic view, that had not yet happened. So over the last two years, I've really been focusing on building the foundation. So a lot of it has been around putting systems in place, um, putting processes, putting in you know certain building blocks that have to be there. But the other piece that has been really our main priority over the last two years has been around defining building and executing on the talent brand. Like you mentioned in the intro, it is really important these days. And I I look forward to talking a bit more about that um, in in the next few minutes. But um, really, that has been been the most important thing that we've done over the last two years. Um, We've worked with um, a variety of organizations externally to help us do that because it is important that you get experts on this. Um, and I think um, hopefully by the end of our, our conversation, you'll hear how it's been a real, a real success. Thanks, Ali. Why is talent branding, in your opinion, becoming so strategically important for organizations? You, you hit the nail on the head in the, in the intro. And there's so many places now that candidates can go and get information. They are so much more savvy than um, they were. I mean, in ev- every single month, every single year, um, this this landscape changes. So it's no longer that, that a candidate just comes in for an interview, has a, has a couple of conversations, and then might go to the corporate website. They are now trawling the, the uh, internet for information. So you named off a whole host of sites. And it's, it's two-way now. So if we aren't telling, telling that story, or at least part of that conversation online, uh, somebody else is going to tell us the, tell the story for us. So you touched on something else and talked about being authentic. Um, I think in the past, if you do look at old corporate websites, they're they're very scripted. Um, they're very much what the corporation wants to tell the candidate or the outside world, um, but it isn't authentic. So. Now it's about getting that blend of telling the, corp- the corporate story, if you will, but make, making sure that it's, it's supplemented and supported by people in the organization, by alumni, by people who have interacted with Zurich. So, 
you know, you might have someone come in for an interview and not get the job, but they're going to talk about their experience. So how do you make sure that all of that is part of a cohesive conversation? Um, and that's, that's the hard part. So how do you define it, yet keep it undefined, if that makes sense? <laughs> no, it does. It does. And with the Zurich insurance, or from a Zurich insurance perspective, how has talent branding perhaps influenced the way that you're looking at recruitment and engagement within the organization? So it, it really is totally different. Um, I guess if I start off at the beginning of, of the story or the journey, if you will, um, like I mentioned, we didn't, we didn't have a global platform on which to tell our story. And we weren't really sure about what the story is we were trying to tell. So we partnered up, like I mentioned, with a, um, a research company who, who really helped us do a, a proper research study. And I think if, if anyone is going about doing this on a global scale, that piece of it is so, so important. Because I think what, what you'll find is that so often internally, you know, especially within HR, we can pontificate on, you know, what's our talent brand, what's our EVP, and we all have our own idea of what that should be. But ultimately, ultimately it's around what does the candidate market want from an organization and from their career and what is it that we can deliver on and I think oftentimes if we try to do that ourselves we can be a bit jaded and a bit biased so having that external lens is really important and people who really know how to do proper research so we did surveys we did focus groups we did interviews and and again having that done externally really brings validity to it so once we did that, we could clearly see where those overlaps were. We we could see what people wanted. So especially when we look at the younger generation, really understanding what they want from a career. And then equally, we could see what it is, how people are experiencing the organization. And again, where do those things overlap? And ultimately, that's, that's how we defined our talent brands. Um, I think if we had tried to do that ourselves, we probably would have ended up um, trying to sell ourselves like a, some sort of Google or something like that, when at the end of the day, that's not who we are. So it needed to be authentic. Um, you've got to make sure that whatever you're selling, you can actually deliver on it when, when the candidates come to work for you. So we did the research. Um, we, defined it what, we defined what we call our talent brand pillars. So there's really four key things that now we've built everything on. So what when I say we've built on, um, we've got visuals that we now use um, both in print, on our websites, when we go to career fairs, um, we're starting to build that story in a visual way. All of our stories now are built upon those four brand pillars. So when we talk about social media, we don't just post randomly. Um, and I think that's where you've got to have some method to your madness. So we have what we call a, a content calendar, whereby literally over the next six, nine, 12 months, we have a, a pretty good outline as to what our social posts are going to look like. Um, of course, those need to be supplemented with um, relevant information that's happening on the spot. But ultimately, we want to make sure that we're telling the story of the organization. The other piece that we've done has really been around engaging our employees. So as simple as um, helping them with LinkedIn training. So how do you build your online profile? Because again, we know candidates are going to be looking at us 
in, in a variety of mediums um, and on social media. We know they're going to go to LinkedIn and they're going to look up our employees. Um, we get on, averaging at this moment um, every month 180,000 views of our employees um, at Zurich by, ex by external potential candidates. That is huge. It's absolutely astronomical. And right now, we only have 30% of our employees are actually on LinkedIn. So we know candidates want to, want to investigate who it is they're going to be working with. And it's up to our people to tell their own authentic story. So going back to what you said about being authentic, that's where it's really important. And one of the things we're doing now is actually building those stories. So We've gone out with a global internal campaign um, to get people involved because we really want people to tell not only their story at Zurich, but their personal stories as well. So what are they interested in? What do they like to do outside of work? Because I think, as you know, this everything is blended now with, with smartphones, etc. It's work and life. It's, it's much more blurred. So... I think people who are looking to come to work for an organization, it's not just about the work they're going to do, but it's just as important about the people they're going to work with. Yeah, we got to make sure that we're bringing that to life as well. It really is about telling, telling the story of the organization. One of the things that you did ask was, how has it ultimately changed? I think you can, you can imagine some of the feedback that we got in the research around um, the insurance industry. And I, I mean, I'm, it, it, it's, it is true. Um, people think that insurance is boring, um, and that came out loud and clear. But then when we started looking into the experiences that our people have and the opportunities that they've been given, it's astounding what they've been able to do. And when you compare that to industries of choice, to employees, employers of choice, it's pretty much on par. So I think when, when you talk about or you asked how things have changed, it's about us being proud of the organization and proud of those opportunities. And actually, we really have some ex exciting stuff to tell. So I think if anyone goes and looks at Zurich, um, perhaps they'll see, see it in a different light because it is pretty exciting. The global opportunities, the things people can do are very different from the stereotypical what you would think an insurance company would be. In terms of the responsibility around the talent brand and talent branding, how much lies with the C-suite or the leadership? Because uh, you talk quite a lot about the employees and authenticity, but is that something that's played into the strategy as well over the last few years? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they've been hugely involved, especially in the beginning. Um, so when I talked about the research piece, they were an integral part of that research. So there were a whole host of C-suite um, individuals that were a part of the research, both at a global level and also in our countries. Um, because ultimately, like I talked about before, you know, we can we can paint a picture, but we've got to make sure that the picture is is rooted in in fact. And also, not only are you wanting to paint a picture of the here and now, you also want to talk about a bit about the future. So create that aspiration of the organization, because when we're looking at candidates to come on with an organization, um, they're not only coming to do that job right there, um, but they also want to understand what the future holds. So the whole research piece, the, um, a number of our um, senior leaders were involved in that. 
and I, not only like I mentioned, we were doing focus groups and surveys, but they, but many, many of them were individually interviewed um, because, again, we've got to make sure that we're creating creating an aspiration, but also, you know, we talk about culture. We talk about um, areas in which we'll be putting investment. So that might be parts, different parts of the business, but it also might be um, certain locations. Um, and we need to paint that picture for the for the candidate. So. So yes, they were heavily, heavily involved in the research piece. And then, of course, we needed to validate it with them um, as we've gone along through the whole process. So ultimately, when we created those, as I mentioned, those four talent brand pillars, our chief HR officer was heavily involved in that and making sure that she was happy with that. And then it was presented actually to our CEO. Um, when we looked at the visuals, we had to make sure that that was all a part of our overall corporate brand. So we had a number of senior leaders in our in our marketing group um, that were involved in this from the very very beginning, um, and that's the other piece actually, um, as a as a dovetail, if you will. I think a lot of organizations have a tendency to create the EVP very separate from their corporate brand, and I think we've done a fantastic job of putting that hand in glove. So if you look at our corporate DNA. And I won't get into the the, um, the details of it, um, but but there is a corporate DNA that our marketing sits on, and we are we actually sit on top of that. So it's all a part of of one brand as a part of separate brands. So when you look at our visual identity, it sits nicely with our corporate visuals as well, and we work very closely with our our digital team to make sure that that the posts and the stories that we tell dovetail with what they're doing um, on the marketing end as well from a corporate perspective. So I think, you know, if I, if I look back at these last two years and if I look at it as a, you know, as, as a journey or as a project, um, I think where we have been really, really successful is that we have worked so closely with our senior leaders and we've worked extremely close with our marketing and our digital and our comms departments. Um, to make sure that this is we're painting a holistic picture um, as opposed to just a picture that we might have painted if we did it all alone in HR. Perfect. Thanks so much for that, Ali. That was a great summary. That was Ali Sparks, Global Head of Talent Acquisition at Zurich Insurance, sharing the journey that Zurich Insurance has gone on around talent branding. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.